0: Ladies and gentlemen, the recipient of the National Jefferson Award and the number one New York Times best-selling author, your host, Dave Pelzer. Hello, American world at large. This is your host, Dave Pelzer. And as always, we want to thank you so much for taking time from your busy schedule with all that's going on in the world and the community and so forth and looking at the end of summer and kids maybe, maybe not going back to school and people, you know, working in different places, maybe going back to work or working at home. But from the bottom of my heart, I truly just want to reach out. And as always, thank you for your precious time. And I do hope that these shows are assisting. Maybe maybe getting, giving some guidance, calming things down, looking at things a little bit more differently. Or maybe rediscovering something that you might have forgotten. I discover a lot I'll I'll, I'll put a show together and I'll think oh this is a good idea I haven't thought about that in a long time I need to try to reach out and incorporate this thought or this idea so I I do hope that this show helps I truly do so with that ladies and gentlemen the, the first question we ask of all the shows and whether you're having a cup of coffee or relaxing or maybe again driving around and so forth how are you doing how are you doing Here in California, in the summer season, you know, we've got fires breaking out, for goodness sakes, uh, uh, heat waves and so forth. And again, kids trying to go to school. A lot is going on. So with all that's going on in your world today, are you taking care of yourself? Because we always say this, and this is a good line if you want to write this down. And all that you do, ensure you take care of you. Please, you can't work if you're dead. You, you can't find your solace, you can't get your peace, you can't get your happiness, you're going to lose sleep, you're just going to lose a lot of life's beautiful, beautiful elements. And you know it's amazing, and we're going to talk about this here in a little bit, but so many people spend so much time and energy and a lot of money on, on things that, 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 that are, again, a gift from God, a sunrise, a sunset, beautiful smells, your flowers, uh, your parks, so forth, This the teeny tiny things that really, really in, in the midst of a crisis, and that's what the show is going to be about, you know, you've got to be happy. So please do three to five things a day for yourself, particularly if you're you know, uh, 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 the, the mother of the house with all the kids and so forth, with all that you do, please take care of yourself, whether it's a cup of coffee, whether you're getting enough exercise, whether you're meditating, you know, do things for yourself because this is going to recharge you. So when things do not turn out well, because this is going to be a long road, you have that energy, you're physically, mentally, and spiritually fit to go that long haul, make that long journey, for goodness sakes. And and this is what kind of brings me to the topic of the show. We've got a lot of questions, and I'm going to try to thread in here as best as I can. And of course... You know, I, 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 you, uh, <laughs> a scale of 1 to 10, I'm probably a 3 or 4 at best. I know my limitations, but we will attempt to try. We'll give it the old community college tries, I always say. So a lot of folks, and I know there's there there is news about the vaccine, and, and, and I'm grateful, and we're moving forward very fast. You know, a lot of people are saying years. Now we're saying, you know, there's a lot of trials going on, but a lot of folks are saying, and, and we're getting a lot of responses from the – uh uh, the 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 website, uh, DavePelzer.com. It's P-E-L-Z-E-R.com if you have a question or a comment. And we try to, again, lace your questions in th- throughout the show in a sense. But a lot of people are saying, you know what, hey, Pelzer, hey, man, we've got this. Once we get the vaccine, everything's going to be normal. Everything's going to be fine. It's going to be right back to what it used to be. And the answer is no. The answer is, no. Do you remember, uh, I, I, I was watching South Park, and they did an episode years ago. Uh, it was the day after the election when Obama was elected president. And everybody came out of their house and said, oh, my God, everything's going to be so different. Oh, my God, everything's going to change rem- immediately. Everything's going to be, oh, my God, the way we want it. You know, we want this change. Which, which of, of, and, and then they said, well, okay, the day he's sworn into office, this president— Is going to change everything right now. And the answer is no. It takes a while to to, to lay a foundation to build a house, uh, to to build a bridge, to have a good solid relationship, a career. It takes time. They're they're talking years, you know, to get their airlines back to where they used to be. And then you have to think about the, the cruise industry. Or shipping things as far away, you know, from 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 overseas to Asia, to Europe, to other places. Uh, cars being made and so forth. I mean, it's going to take a while, and a lot of people are saying, "Once this happens, once we get this vaccine, then I will be happy. Then I will feel safe." Well, again, it's just a vaccine. That virus will still be out there. We're just getting a vaccine for that particular virus. And now they're saying they don't know how many times it can or has already mutated. It's a positive step, and I'm really looking forward to that. But I'm saying, please don't fall into the trap of that one thing, that one thing, and then you'll be happy. Please don't do that. I'm not trying to be a wet blanket. I'm not trying to be the the weird town crier. But I've seen so many people base their life on the one thing, and then they'll feel safe. Then they'll have less anxiety. Then they'll be happy, for goodness sakes. And that's just not true. That's why, again, I always say, how are you doing? Are you fine? Are you getting good sleep? Are you taking care of yourself? I do three to five things a day that make me so happy. And and sometimes it's work. You know, I'm a volunteer fire captain in Northern California and sometimes my therapy is just working on an engine or or, or, or or doing some work or doing some training or driving around or just doing something that I think is productive and it takes me out of my mire and it gives me a sense of fulfillment that I did something. That's why I like doing these these shows. They're 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 challenging for me. I mean, I, I can't talk to anybody when I'm writing or getting an idea for a show. I actually record the show, I don't know if I've told you folks, I record it outside my house, but inside my little SUV. That's <laughs> what I do. I mean, I do all these little, little things so I can feel at the end of the day, okay, we tried. We, 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 we kind of stepped up and stepped out of my comfort zone. But it's always those, but then I'll reward myself. I'll have a cup of coffee. I might have a cigar. I'll listen to music. I might play piano. And yes, sometimes I would just veg out or read. Uh, I, I'm, I, I've always been a heavy reader, but it seems like I'm reading more now. I'm reading books. Uh, I, I just finished a book about Armageddon called Failsafe. In the middle of this pandemic, I'm thinking, Dave, I think you're kind of twisted. You're reading about the accidental start of World War III. It was simply an accident, a miscommunication. And I've read that book uh Since 1983, 84, when I was in strategic air command, flying for the Air Force, when I was getting new into this. But bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, please don't base it on the one thing. It's going to be a long road, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a very long road, even if we get the vaccine November, December, getting it shipped out, and how it works on different people. I'm just saying, please don't, don't, do that one thing for yourself you're better than that now when it comes to events as this is part of a question i'm answering when it comes to events some people can never be happy they love misery they love drama and it's weird how some people get sucked into that drama and they lose their happiness and they lose their energy on a black hole um i, I talked about i think on the first show about doing a book signing and I called this guy wow wow Joe. You know, a guy just wow wow. You know, you want to call the wambulance. And and I got a question from a fan to 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 kind of talk about this again. So, what it was, I was doing a book signing and 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 you can kind of tell the this guy is, has so much energy. He's just jumping up and jumping up and jumping up and you know oh he breathed and he sighs and oh 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 and everybody's looking at him oh who's this poor man oh this poor 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 wrench of a person oh my goodness and and I always try to tell us st- when I was doing book signs I would always talk about you know the whole production of of, of, of writing and the publishings and the, of a book and the ups and the downs, and then make it ab- about the people in, in the audience. I just, Thank you for your support. Thank you for reading the book and, you know, for, 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 for your letters and your prayers. And, you know, make it about them. And I always say, okay, questions and answers. And, you know, you get questions about the book or meeting people or, or so forth, But there's, or you get questions about some people struggle. And this one guy, Joe, you know, he's, he says, I'm Joe. I'm, and he's talking so fast. I am six years of age, and I want you to know. I want you to know. I was abused. I was abused. I was abused. And the audience is like, oh, poor, poor, poor Joe. Okay, are you being abused now? Anyway, no, uh, I, I was yelled out by my dad when I was ten, and he yelled at me for like ten seconds. And ever since then, I can't get him out of my head. And 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 what do I do? What do I do? I I I just I just can't move on. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, this poor guy. And I am calculating real quick. Okay. You're 60. This happened at age 10, 10 minus, oh my God, 50, 50 years, half a century. You've allowed this situation, as traumatic as it was to you, to block out your happiness, to not be fulfilled, to not move forward, or to not per se, because a lot of people do this. They, they, the people who come from broken homes, they become first responders. You know, they're doctors or they're nurses. They're they're EMTs. They're they're, they're teachers. They're 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 firefighters. You know, they 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 they're therapists. They get into that field to help others. It's a never-ending cycle, for goodness' sakes, and that's a positive thing. I just it, it just kills me when people have an event or a series of events, and they allow it to traumatize their life, or they allow it to, so all they do is wallow. And that's the perfect word, they wallow. And and, and, and this guy was like, okay, 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 I've been to therapy, you know, and it's never worked, and, and, and I can't have a relationship, and I can't hold a job, and I don't know what I'm going to do. But, but but Dave, tell me, tell me, tell me here right now, give me two, th- give me two words that will s- change my life. Change my life right now. You know, so now I'm the psychological anointed one. And the audience is looking at him and looking at me. And, you know, it's a ping pong game. And and I swear to gosh, you know, and I try to be Tom Hanks-ish. Kind and polite. And sometimes people take my kindness as being affable, as being weak. But I think that's strength. On the inside, I swear to you, and this sounds terrible... It sounds terrible. Inside I'm screaming two words. You want two words? Grow up. Grow up. Now of course I didn't say that. I wanted to. I wanted to take him by the shoulders and shake him and, and say, "Please, you think you have a hard life? Why don't you go to Detroit? Why don't you go to Detroit? Why don't you go overseas to to uh, Sudan, Somalia?" Why don't you go to these places that have been decimated by civil Yemen, decimated by war upon war upon war, Syria, my goodness. Go to a ghetto, talk to a single mom raising three kids all by herself and tell her how bad your life is. I bet you that single mom is happy as can be because they work, they know how to work. It's, it's, it's the old, oldest thing in the world, ladies and gentlemen, and this is a good business note. 80% of the work is done by 20% of the workforce. If you have a serious project, you give it to your busiest person because they will find a way to carve time and make things happen. Back in my day when I would travel, I would bring my math book. I'd have notes upon notes for book three or book four when I was writing book three. I was always busy, always busy, but productive. And I'm still pretty busy now. Not OCD busy, but busy. Okay, I got to get up and work out. I got to do this. I do this. I mean, I work a program. Now, I'm trying to keep my side of the street clean when I talk about Joe. But when I said, be happy, and people like they wrote that down, oh, that's nice. But Joe wants more. Well, well, give me, give me, give me three words, three words that will change my entire life. And then, then, then maybe I, you know, I might be happy after three words. Um, okay. Be happy now. And I was like, wow. And I was thinking, well, God must be blessing me because I'm I'm not that quick on a quip. And I, lo- I looked at his eyes and he kind of just, now says, okay, now give me four. Now I'm thinking, grow up grow up now grow up now damn it and that's when I said okay be happy be happy now damn it but you know and I wasn't getting through to Joe and that, 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 that's okay because for some people ladies and gentlemen it's just not enough whether they have the vaccine or they have the perfect job or they have the perfect relationship they have the perfect this and have the perfect that they will never ever be fulfilled they'll never be happy And that's why I'm saying sometimes you just don't engage these people or you don't want to get into their world or their drama or their minutia or that black hole. There's some people are just so draining and that's, that's who they are. And all we can do is, you know, give them a salutation, give them a blessing, but stay away from that. I mean, we've all had people that have been so dramatic. You just know everything. How are you doing? Well, da-da-da, da-da-da, da da oh, oh, my goodness. Wow, that's, well. okay, that's a lot, that's a lot, that's a lot. Wow. You get drained. But you have to have those boundaries. Otherwise, they're going to sap away your energy, take away your focus. And you need to be strong because, again, ladies and gentlemen, this road to recovery, you know, th- th- there was an analogy a-, a few weeks ago. It says this is a baseball game. We're in inning number three. And we're going to go into extra innings. Trust me. So during this journey, ladies and gentlemen, you have to be as strong as you can. This is why you got to fortify your position with small elements of happiness. I believe anyway. I believe. So I'm not trying to be judgmental. I want everybody to be happy and everybody to be safe. But there's only so much that we can do for people. I had a... I was doing a a, a a lady called and it was giving her some counseling and uh, she lives in Seattle. And again, everything I said, she just shoots down. Are you in therapy? Yes, I am. How's that working? It's not. Okay. Do you maybe want to get another therapist? I already have. And how many therapists? 30. And how long? Three years. Okay. Are you getting good sleep? Yes. No. Uh-uh. Um, do you have a job? I, I can't keep a job. It's like everything. She just shoots down and I try to give her advice. About, you know, again, take care of yourself. Do things that make you happy. Try not to dwell on the past. Try not to dwell on the past. Because that's, the brain will loop. You know, it replays that movie and it gets you all amped up. That's why I always say, ladies and gentlemen, everything ties in together. That's why I always say when you get your morning news, your morning sit rep, your situation report, just get three to five minutes of it and then shut it down shut it down get your local news get your national news get your world news shut it down i don't want you psychologically watching the world trade center buildings fall over and over and over and over and over again get the news that you need and move on and with this one lady you know i was falling in the trap i just could not say anything that was good enough and she was like i don't think she was laughing but for her that was her enjoyment that was her enjoyment. And all I can do is, like, let ma'am, miss, because I'm very polite. I used to love how, uh, I, I never, pardon me, that's a bad sentence. I used to get irked, or I, I was confused when my manners would upset people back in my 30s and 40s. I, I I did not understand that. And I'm at the age now, it's like, if my manners upset you, you've got an issue. <laughs> but I told her nicely, I said, miss, I'm sorry, but... I think I'm wasting my time and I don't want to upset you. And I don't want to waste your time. Well, I'll just call somebody else. I'll read someone else's book. I never liked your books anyway. Click. Now, the old Dave would be, oh my gosh, I got to call her back. I got to write her a letter. I have upset her. Oh my goodness. No. Sometimes when it comes, when it comes to the folks, ladies and gentlemen, if you can't make them happy, don't chase their approval. Do all that you can, of course, for as long as you can. But at the same time, too, you gotta let it go. You've got to let it go. Now, on continuing with this 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 thread of about being happy, a lot of folks do equate happiness. It's amazing. You know, I study and read and so forth. They say a majority of folks equate happiness again to the one thing. One thing. Whatever that one thing is, it's different for everybody else. But I remember uh, well, you remember, when we were kids, or as a parent, you you you, you want to make your kid happy, and they want this one thing. And and uh, remember the days, this is, gosh, this is how old I am, the Care Bear, the 1980s. You had the Care Bear, or my son wanted the power. I'll never forget trying to, I felt like Arnold Schwarzenegger, jingle all the way. That's right. My son wanted this Power Ranger toy. It was the red toy, and I guess you could disassemble it, and it has little sounds and things. And in the one area, in uh, uh, and, 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 uh, Northern California, it was sold out. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm smart. <laughs> I travel a lot. So maybe when I go to Nebraska or when I go to South Dakota or I'm driving through Kansas, I'll just go to a store, a, a toy store, and I'll pick it up. And, you know, it, it got to be Jingle all the way because everybody found out, okay, this is like the supreme toy for kids. And luckily, lo and behold, uh, right before I'm flying home, saw a toy store thing, got it, boom. And I'm like, I, I am the man. Yes, yes, I'm the hero. I'll never forget. And it, it, you always give out the, the big toy last. If you're a new parent or Stephen, my son, if you're listening to this, you know, uh, SJ's one now. So, so always give out the big present last. So. I gave and Steve was at the age; he was little, you know. Where you know that? Well, you know, I you know, and I kind of you know, I built it up. Well, son, I did try, and golly, gee whiz! But uh, you know, let's you know, let's whatever. And then da, 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 pulled it out, rabbit under my hat, and I gave him the toy. And I'll never forget. He opened it up, he played with it for three to five minutes, and that was it. And I, 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 if I remember correctly, you know, it's like, oh, dad, that's so last week. Oh, Dad, that's not cool anymore. This is what's cool now. But do you remember when, when, when you when you had those toys? And again, it was the Care Bear, the Power Rangers, talking emo, uh, uh, Pokemon, whatever it was. But again, it fades so quickly. And, and there's some people, ladies and gentlemen, you know, and, and we've all done this. Let's kind of go through the evolution of life. I'll be happy when I get that toy, that Christmas toy. I'll be happy when I get that bike. I'll be happy when I get that iPhone, that that that, that iPad. When I get the cool clothes, I'll be happy when I get the CD, download, or in my day it was LP, cassette, 8-track tape players. And if you're under 40, please Google that, 8-track tape players, and imagine trying to put those in your back pocket as you're riding your bike or going to school. But bottom line... Especially in the evolution when you're young, the teen years, happiness is, oh man, I can't wait to move out of this house. You're not the boss of me. I can't wait to be my own person. Wah, then I'll be happy. Really? Or the old, when I was a young person, it's like, oh man, I'm going to run away and join the circus. Okay, but just don't cross the street. Good luck with that. Find that happiness. But, you know, it's, 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 I can't wait to move out and then I'll be happy. I can't wait to get out of high school and then I don't have to go to school anymore. What about college oh uh, okay once I graduate college I'll be happy and then once I get a car the car I'll be happy and then I can drive anywhere okay but you've got to have money for gas oil insurance lots of little things lots of little things which means once I get the job I'll be happy once I get the money I'll be happy once I get the house I'll be happy see how aspirating this is ladies and gentlemen it's really okay once I get the baby and once I get another house and it's a never-ending cycle for some people, and if they don't get that thing, they're in a lot of misery. I actually knew a lady one time, and and with time and tide, you look at things, and 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 you know, I, I remember in the beginning it was so beautiful, but I've learned in relationships, the first four to six months, you know, it's it's very physical, and and you got your guard up. It's kind of like you don't sounds terrible you don't fart in public you don't burp in public you're on your best behavior but after a while it's just things kind of settle the first after four to six months we call it dirty socks and laundry wise lady taught me that dirty socks and laundry and become the real you and then you know you got to start meshing together put the toilet seat down or you know this is your side of the bed or you know the laundry issue or this or that and this one lady said to me we're we were in a relationship and then it was on again, off again, on again, off again. And I'll take a lot of that responsibility. At the time, I was traveling an awful lot. And that can be hard for some people. And I finally said, okay, what would it take? What would it take to stop the fighting, the, 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 the disconnect, the, 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 the little games? What would it take to stop? And she actually said, you know, if I was engaged to you, if we got engaged the fighting will stop at least 90%. And she said it without even thinking, which tells me she must have been thinking about this or maybe this is how you really are. And that's kind of scary because I actually thought, well, 90%, that sounds good to me. (laughs) Is that kind of crazy? Because when you're in a situation, it can be overwhelming and it can be per se normal. But when you take a step back, And hopefully with time and tide and maturity, you can see, per se, how weird it is. And that's not normal, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why I say, don't base it on the one thing. Another example of this. And I'm kind of answering another question here. Some people say, I want to be number one. I'm going to be a rock star. I'm going to be an American Idol. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be the number one person of X, Y, Z. Now, again, being goal-oriented, ever since I was a child, like stealing food, tightening up my body, coming up with plans within plans with plans to survive, goals are great. And I've had a lot of goals that I've been able to achieve. If I've achieved one goal, I know I've failed at 100,000 times, and I really don't mind. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing how humbling you can be. At least I've tried. I've attempted to try to go out there beyond the norm. And if you have a goal, God bless you. God bless you. Short-term goal, long-term goal, whether it's 20, 30 years of working hard and saving money so you can retire and enjoy yourself, good for you. You deserve it. Getting that good education and staying late up, uh, late up at night to get that master's degree as you're working full-time, as you're raising kids, God bless you more. You have one leg and you're running a race per se, a physical, a psychological race. You're climbing Mount Everest blind. Oh, my gosh. Good for you. God bless you. But some goals, I, I don't know. I don't know because some people, they, they again, they, they base their life on becoming number one. Then then everything will be fine. Then everything will be happy for them. All I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, please try not to fall in that trap. Because let's look at this. This it's based on being number one. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what does that mean? What are the chances? It's like one in a trillion, a gazillion of being number one. I, 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 it, it it's, 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 it's. It, look, look at the number ones. You want to be the next Tiger Woods? I mean, look at Tiger Woods. He was the number one golfer in the world. But with time and age and injuries, with injuries, I remember watching him play, it was it, Tory Pines? And he was playing against a guy called Rocky. Uh, I think Rocky was rated 349. Tiger was rated number one. And it was a beautiful match. They, they had to extend the, the, the match. And Tiger teed off, I think, the 19th hole and just nearly fell, fell. And we all knew, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this we're seeing the end of, of an era. We, we, we all grew up with Tiger Woods hugging his father Earl at Augusta when he won. When years before that, they wouldn't let an African-American person there and now, Earl's watching Tiger play and winning at Augusta. What a beautiful story. And by the way, Tiger did win against uh, Rocky. But you can only be number one for so long. And, and these guys make it look so easy. The Michael Jordans. That's how old I am. People go, what's a Michael Jordan? Oh, my goodness. You want to talk about Air Walker. Michael Jordan, Steph Curry, Adele, the Beyoncé, uh, uh, Claude Monet, Picasso's becoming an astronaut. Becoming an astronaut, one in a gazillion. Or what about those Olympic athletes? I always like to watch the stories of these athletes and, and the price they've paid and the sacrifices they've made just to try to be number one. And it's only for a short amount of time if they're number one. Does, does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? If you want to be number one, God bless you, but please don't base your happiness. On that one thing, the the chances are against you. And then, for sometimes, for some people, (coughs) excuse me, that's a hollow success. That's a hollow victory. They get to be number one. They 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 get the Oscar. They get the accolades. They get the money. They get the fame. And for some people, and 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 I've known some people in 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 the movie business, they're still not happy. And they just want more and more and more. And we see people like that. Yeah, she said, I did a great job, but I, 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 need, I need a million people to tell me how great I am. It's just never enough. Be happy now, for goodness sakes. For me, if I may, and it's the same thing I've said since show one. And I'm not trying to, you know, fl- 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 sound like I'm flogging here. I think, at least for me, what works for me in the course of my life, it's always those unexpected quiet moments. Please write that down if you're taking a note. My happiness, for the most part, has been those unexpected quiet moments. It's what I call Burger King moments. I'll never forget, I got my first apartment. I'm, I, I have a brand new Job, a brand new life. I got my first apartment, and it was a crappy little apartment. But I made it up as best as I could. I moved everything in. First time I had sheets and pillowcases. And back in my day, I bought a waterbed. Uh, uh, I, I I I I had silverware. I had a little phone. Of course, I had my stereo sound system, which was pretty cool. And I just remember celebrating by walking down uh, the street for maybe a mile, mile and a half, just to get a burger. From Burger King, walking back, and by the time I walked back the, 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 the soda was you know full of, the ice had melted, the fries were cold, the, the 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 cheese, the melted cheese is kind of coagulated, soggy, it was very soggy. But I gotta tell you, sitting on that floor, I just I, I remember it to this day. Or what I call the the Chinese dinner moments. We've all had them. If you've been in any relationship, the Chinese dinner moment is, is when you're sitting down, you've, you've, you've got cardboard boxes as, as a table, you've, you've got crappy thin linens, bed linens that you use as a cover, and you're eating cold Chinese dinner, you know, with bad weather or maybe there's not heat, it's too hot, you don't have AC on, but you're with someone and you're just enjoying the splendor of that moment. Does that make sense? Every day is an opportunity. And please write this down if you're taking a note. Happiness. Happiness is what you make of it any time of every day. I'll say that again. Happiness is what you make of it any time of every day. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? And if you're receiving that right now, just take a deep breath and breathe that in. Breathe that in. That's a good line. For me, ladies and gentlemen, and, and I think people know that the people who know me, uh, I have a lot of friends. They they, uh, they especially during the, ver- the divorce was worried about me, um, because by nature I'm 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 reclusive. It's it's in part because how I was raised in the basement and about safety and I and, uh, didn't have a lot of social skills growing up. And, uh, when I, 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 and, and um, again, by nature, I'm reclusive. I, I like to either be alone or if I'm with someone, I'm with that person and that's my universe. And what's great about being alone, though, is that you can process a lot. You can look at things. You think about if I did this or what I can do in the future. You know, it's good therapy. So I always, in every situation, good or bad, I try to count my blessings. I really, really do. And uh, recently, uh, my son and his beautiful wife brought up SJ for his first birthday. They, they, they. God bless, and they made it's a five-hour drive for us to see each other. It's, it's just, a, it's a big thing, and. You know, I, I got the house all ready for them, and, you know, uh, I cooked them their favorite dinner, uh, green spaghetti and so forth. And would, they were only here for just a short time, and we had so many cool moments. I think I, I took like a 1,000 million photos and videos and so forth of little SJ. And, like, we, we did something I wanted to do. It's, it's a lifetime thing I've wanted to do since I was seven years of age. Uh, I got to visit my father at his fire station. They put us in the engine. We drove around. I thought that was so cool, and I thought, you know, I got to do that. For Stephen, when we did that uh, a few years back when I moved up here, and I thought that would be cool to have three generations of Pelzers in a fire engine. So we got to do that, put him in the engine, took a photo, went to the beach. You know, the sights and sounds of the beach are different for little SJ. And we played on the floor. I got them little toys that to play on the floor. And the most amazing thing, ladies and gentlemen, this one movie came on that I haven't seen in, in a good 20 years. The movie's called Hook. H O O K, Hook. It's uh, it's uh, directed by our good friend Steven Spielberg. And 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 you know we, we miss we, we I wish this if, I wish if if this man if he was alive right now boy, we can use a good laugh. Robin Williams was in it, so it stars Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman, Julia Roberts, Bob Hopskins. And and it's basically the, the premise of this movie. There's a lot of there's a lot of messages in this movie, and the movie didn't do too well on his first release, but it it eventually did pick up and it's based about a man, Peter Banning, who forgot he was Peter Pan. He forgot his happy thoughts and he somehow gets enticed about being an adult and chasing after all these big, big, big deals. If he gets this one big deal, then he can finally, you know, make time to go to Jack's baseball games. He can finally spend time with his with his young daughter. He can finally spend time with with his frustrated wife. And events take over, and you know the Robin Williams par- character, uh, Mister Banning, discovers: "Hey, you used to be Peter Pan. You Used to have a lot of fun. Why aren't you having fun now?" And he goes through. A pr- it's a beautiful story. I can't. It's one of I love this movie so much. And there's there's, there's little. There's some sub stories to to the movie about the, the 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 lost boys who live in Neverland. I loved it so much. I actually, named my second book Lost Boys, or the Lost Boy, partly based about these kids who don't fit in. Yet they take care of each other, and whatever they do, they have to survive. And again, a family unit within a unit. It's it's a great film, and I remember thinking about because sometimes I forget. You know, in the course of a life, you go through all this stuff, all that life puts upon you. Sometimes we forget how beautiful and wonderful small things are. I mean, here I am playing on the floor with SJ. You know, we got little toys going back and forth. I'm going, oh my gosh, I haven't done this, you know, since Stephen was a young person. Or that joy or expression, that happiness. And it's always the small things. I remember Stephen's first trip. I deliberately did it, and I know Stephen wanted to make his first trip to come up, for, bring SJ up here for his birthday. When Stephen was a week old, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe eight, nine days old, his first trip, I brought him to the Russian River. We had a tradition. I would always put him on top of this stump, this tree stump that my two brothers and I at the time would play on when we went to the Russian River. And Stephen and I would take photos every year. I remember taking him uh, to, 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 to the beach to learn how to swim as I was taught how to swim. A lot of what I do, I'm kind of a hopeless romantic. I kind of go back to the past, but I try to move forward with the future and pay tribute to that. I remember when I came back from the war in the Gulf, 1991. Dead broke. There was a monsoon. We couldn't afford it, but we stayed at this one place. They took very good care of us. They knew we were basically broke and they gave us an amazing amazing they just took nice care of us gave us an amazing break on the price and we said well we're going to come back here all the time and we would save up our money and do what we could stay there two three times a year one of the best easters ever is is, is steven's mother and i were just broke completely broke we had only a couple bucks and i bought him just a little nerf gun four or five dollar nerf gun a little toy and we had these little, uh, small little, not Reese's Pieces, but jelly beans. And he had to find all the little jelly beans and the eggs and so forth to get to the Nerf gun. He was only five, I think. I think it was five. Just five and a half, basically. And the expression of something so simple that made him so, so happy. Or, uh, years later... Steve and I run around playing laser tag in the middle of a rainstorm. (laughs) Excuse me. It's always those small little things, ladies and gentlemen, that you have. That's why we have photos to kind of make us happy, to, to bring us back to that sense of reality. I think. I think. So I'm trying to say, find or rediscover your happy thoughts does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? If anything, maybe after this show, write down five things that bring you happiness. Five things. If if you had to, t- if, if there's a fire coming your way right now, what would you grab? You know what people do? They don't grab a uh, uh, Power Ranger, Care Bear. You know what kids grab? They they grab blankets, blankets. Because we hold them in our blankets. They're blankets. Adults, they'll grab photos. Photos. Of the the kids, of the marriage, of the happy times and so forth. So I'm saying, just find your happy thoughts. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this virus and the road to recovery is going to be a rocky, rocky, rocky road. So I'm saying, please, all of us Let's not get caught up in the white noise of politics or once we get the, uh, the the vaccine, then we'll be happy. All we can do is what we can do, and we can't do anything more, ladies and gentlemen. So please, let's take it one step at a time, one day at a time during the course of this journey. And again, don't forget your Happy thoughts. So ladies and gentlemen, that's, that's our show. And I do hope this helps. I truly do. I, again, I'm not trying to be the, the wet blanket to this. But I do believe it needs to be said. Imagine this. Imagine if you're happy now. If you're happy now, imagine how much happier we're all going to be two or three years from now. When we can go outside in the parks without wearing masks, we can have a beautiful uh, Thanksgiving dinner. We can fly on vacations, take a cruise. We can do anything we want. Imagine how much happier we'll all be then. So think about that. So ladies and gentlemen, as always, I want to thank our good friend Pat Metheny for allowing us to play his music in the beginning. And that beautiful song at the End Farmers Trust. As always, if you have any questions, please go to the, our website. It's DavePelzer.com. Again, P-E-L-Z-E-R.com. We'll try to incorporate as we did today. We, I think we had seven questions that we incorporated. I think rather well. We did okay today. So if you have a question, go to the banner, write it. We'll try to use it. So as always, ladies and gentlemen, please remember, in a course of a life, man plan, God laughs. In the course of a life, one never knows what events may transpire, and you have to be open to it. You can't be happy if you're closed off. Be open to it. Work hard, but take care of yourself. And please, if you're going through a hard time right now, and I know a lot of people are scared. A lot of people are scared. And whether it's the virus or other illnesses, or maybe people are alone and they're frustrated. Maybe they're going through a bad separation. God forbid they're going through a divorce. And I'll say this. I'll put you all in my prayers. I, I, I do pray a lot. And if you can put me on your prayers, your prayer list, I would appreciate that. But please have the faith. Because you never know what the tide's going to bring to you the next day. So, ladies and gentlemen, as always, please do as much as you can. For as long as you can. And for as many as you can. So this is your host, Dave Pelzer, speaking to you, my own voice, saving America and the world at large from itself, starting with me. So until next time, please take good care. And as always, good day, good luck, and God bless.